2: Blog Talk Radio.
3: The song. Hello. It is 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Wednesday, June 12, 2013, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is, Boy Crazy Radio, which is what you are listening to right now, is a call-in advice show. All right, for anyone and everyone out there, even you. Okay, so if any of the following things sound familiar to you, and and you know you think that it kind of describes who you are then rest assured you have found your new home away from home because that is what boy crazy radio is are you sad lonely gay straight bisexual newly single a cutter a shit talker a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge eating and picking at your face well, cut it the fuck out. Nobody's gonna love you if you're all path-marked and gross. Not even me, and I love lots of different kinds of people. Anyway, are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Oh my god, tell me about it. Are your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Yeah, wake up. It's called real life, you fucking idiot. Anyway, but we'll get through it together. Is the guy or girl you like not responding to your text messages, your Facebook poke, your retweet, or your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. Oh, my God, which reminds me, I just saw Capturing the Freedmans. Oh, my God, let's talk about it in a little bit. If you've never seen it, well, that's crazy. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, give me the pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. Let me, Alexi Selenewasser, be the shoulder that you cry on. All I want to do, you guys, all I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew you needed. And maybe, if I'm lucky, you'll let me be like the cool... Older sister, like I, I can be like the cool older sister of your friend that you, you know, you go over to their house and you sleep over, and then you think their cool older sister is like really super cute, and you jerk off to her. Maybe I can be that cool older sister that you jerk off to. That'd be awesome. But whatever, no pressure. But whatever, thank you very much. I appreciate it. If that's what you want to do. Anyway, so call in. Pick up your smartphone. Um, you can call in using Skype or Gmail. It's the future. Whatever it is you need to do to get through to me. And dial. Six four six three seven eight zero six four nine. 646-378-0649. Once again, the telephone number is 646-378-0649. Six, six, you should totally store it in your iPhone or BlackBerry or Droid. I don't know what you have. Whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, so many thoughts and feelings. I literally raced here. In, I was in my car. I called into the, the podcast thing, you know, I was like, I've got to call into this thing called Blog, Blog Talk Radio because that's the server for my podcast here, my, my radio show, if you will. Um, and I was, like, driving from this thing uh, to get home to do the podcast, and it was, like, down to the second. Like, the song that just played, Baby, which is a cover that by Arielle Pink, started playing when I was in the car, and I, like, Ran up my stairs and oh my god it was crazy. So I'm back. I'm here in front of my computer. I'm doing the show. I'm a little bit winded and out of breath. That's fine. It least for a more exciting life. Um, I just came from a woman named Linda Oakes. Uh, okay, I came from a book reading, a book signing, uh, for this woman named Linda Oakes. She's a an iconic film producer, and she came out. This is her second book that she's that she's uh, that's just been published. That's just come out called. Sleepless in Hollywood, I don't have the full title, it's Sleepless in Hollywood, something, 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 some other kind of cool thing, um, so I went to go support her because she's a big part of my life, she's like my mentor, my my big sister or whatever, she's just like, she's like my spirit guide, she's a really intelligent woman um, who is basically like, you know, giving me a lot of life lessons, my life coach, so, oh, and then it was at Book Soup, which is like, "Oh my God, my list is in full effect tonight. My list is out of control. I don't know if you can hear it. I can hear it. Um, that's all I wanted to say. So, I'm at Book Soup, I'm talking to one of my friends who's also there for Linda's uh talk and book signing, and my friend goes to buy a book, and of course, I'm not buying a book because I mean, who reads anymore? I mean, I do read, I do read I wasn't buying a book. Instead, I was asking about tote bags, but the guy who worked behind the counter was like, I tried to make a joke. I was like, stop! I was like, stop ignoring us. And he, he thought I was completely annoying, and did not laugh, did not smile. I don't like that. I can't stand that. Why are people like that? I'm not. He can do whatever he wants, but I think it. I, but I feel like it takes just as much energy to be a dick and to not crack a smile and to not just go with the flow and be a nice person as it does to like be charming or outgoing or make an effort. You know what I mean? Like he just kept a deadpan face. Maybe, you know what? I got to get over it. I'm taking it personally. It says more about him than me. And right now I'm a really more about myself because I'm affected by it and my feelings are hurt and I don't feel accepted and I feel snubbed and I feel like he doesn't love me. And that's okay. Not everybody's going to love me. Not everybody's going to be entertained or charmed by me. Some people are going to be annoyed and, you know, uh, that's fine. Oh God, I'm never gonna let this go. Anyway, it's fine. But he was very attractive. I doubt he's listening. Maybe he knows about my website and he hates me because he can't stand it. Because that's why he works at a bookstore and he doesn't like anybody who writes on a website because blogs suck. And you know what? I get it. Okay. So so many things happened this week, you guys. Um. Oh my God. Last week, last Friday, I went to the Jubilee. There's this thing called the Jubilee. Uh, it's held downtown. It used to be in on in the in Silver Lake. Um. And all these bands play. Basically, it's like a local L.A. kind of festival thing where a bunch of bands play. And it doesn't mean the bands are local because, like, bands were from, uh, oh, God, I've I got to take my sweater off, guys. Hold on. I'm wearing a black cashmere Everlane sweater. Oh, Hold on. Oh, shit. All right. Now we're talking. Taking off the sweater. Now what am I wearing? I'm wearing a black silk button-down shirt. Ugh should take that off too um yeah this is crazy this matters a lot to me this podcast this is like a very important thing to me it makes me feel happy why probably because I'm just talking about myself god what a dick um but also I like it because I like connecting with people who read my website and who listen to it to to the podcast and who have questions or feel like they're in turmoil I really do like um hearing any of the issues that you're going through because I feel like if I help you and if I make you feel better it makes me feel better and less alone. Anyway, so this week, things have happened. Highlights in my life and in the world of Los Angeles, or in Los Angeles, uh, there's this thing called the Jubilee. Uh, I don't like downtown. I do not like downtown Los Angeles. I like it if I have to, like, if they're, if I'm, like, working and if they're, like, you know, if I have to, like, they shoot a lot of commercials downtown. So if you're working, that's great. If it happens to be downtown, fantastic. Um I think there are probably some cool things down there. But I probably, I have this thing about me where I, if I know a guy, if I think a guy is cute, and I find out he lives downtown in a loft, or just downtown in general, and that he loves downtown, I don't like him anymore. It's not my problem. That's probably my problem. Oh, God. Is this like my issues with a guitar? Because I used to not believe that women, I used to believe that women should not hold acoustic guitars or electric guitars, because it looked weird and wasn't cool and was annoying looking. And now I'm over that. So the problem only lived inside of me. So my whole issue with downtown is probably my problem. But anyway, so I fucking take an Uber car because I think I might be drinking. I take an Uber car, which is like uh, an overpriced, wonderful, um, like, car service that is attached to your credit card. You have an application for it. I'm sure you know what it is. But an Uber car is like you have an application for an Uber car in your iPhone. You, you hit it. You order a car. It gets to your house within like four, like four to six minutes and you don't have to give the guy a credit card or cash or anything or deal with any of those annoying things. All you have to do, I mean, you, you just, the application, the app on your phone is attached to your credit card, so they just charge your credit card automatically. So I jump in an Uber car, I forget my ID. It takes fucking an hour to get downtown because there's crazy traffic because I don't know why. Maybe just because of the Santa Monica shootings, and that's horrible. There was a, there you know, people were people were shot at Santa Monica College this week. Isn't that true? Is that what happened? I don't have all the details because I'm a white girl in Los Angeles who only cares about herself and Urban Outfitters and American Apparel, so I don't think to get the details of real stuff that matters. That's not true. I just don't want to accidentally say the wrong things. Anyway, so I'm wondering if the Santa Monica College situation is the reason why there's horrible traffic. God forbid I should wait or have to uh, be made wait. I, I have to be made to wait because people got shot at Santa Monica College. I mean, I'm on my way to the Jubilee, for God's sake. Jesus Christ. Don't people know what's going on in my life? Oh, God. I'm, I'm disgusting. Okay. So I take the Uber car. I get there. I go to see my friend Soko. She's playing the festival. It was very exciting to see this girl play. Soko is, I mean, she's been on my podcast before. I don't know if you're familiar with her music. You should be. She writes really wonderful songs. A lot of the songs are, like, the perfect song to play to kill yourself to or to fall in love or to have sex to. I recommend not trying to kill yourself because uh, time will make everything better. But they're also fantastic songs to have sex to and fall in love to. But I've never seen her perform live, and uh, she's just this little powerhouse. She has a band with her. She sings her songs. She's French. She's got a very intense, thick accent and kind of a a little bit of a raspy voice at some point. Um... And then all of a sudden, all of her bandmates get off the stage, and she just, like, gets behind the drum kit and just starts playing the drums and singing, like, acapella. It's crazy. It's just, uh, she's just a little fiery, uh, you know, kook, and I love it. And I mean that in the best way. So that was very exciting and uh, wonderful to see a friend of mine doing her thing and being brave. And uh, so that's what happened on Friday. On Friday. I don't know where I'm going with any of these things. This mad rush to get home to do the podcast, and I, I've got nothing else tell you about um oh and then this tuesday we had i had my first party for june at urban outfitters urban outfitters and at space 1520 in los angeles at 1520 Coenga boulevard in los angeles asked me to host parties every tuesday in june and here's what happens to the parties they're from 7 to 9 p.m a band plays I give out tote bags, stickers, buttons, and stuff like that. There's a girl named Clara who is 16 years old, and she makes amazing vegan cupcakes and cookies. And she has a company. She's homeschooled. She has a company called Clara Cakes. And Clara is there selling amazing cupcakes. We have have a tarot card reader. And they screen a bunch of short films that I made. So they screen about five, like, you know, two-minute short films that I made. So what happens is you get there. I announce the short films, they play, a band plays. This week, the band that played first was uh, a band called L.A. Witch, and these girls are adorable. They're three girls, and they're super sexy, they dress all cute, and the lead singer sounds, has a, like a deep, sexy voice, and they're so great. So L.A. Witch, I'd never heard them play before. They performed. They were amazing. I fell in love with them. They made me want to start a band so I could open for them on the road. So that was fun. Um, so that's basically what's going to happen every week. I say hello. I give out free shit. You watch these short films that I made. Hopefully you laugh and you're you're entertained. Uh, you get a cupcake. You get your tarot cards read. You see a cool band play with some hot babes in the band. Maybe you mingle and meet some strangers, and then they're not strangers. they're no longer strangers. they become your friends. Maybe you fall in love, maybe you get a number maybe maybe you meet somebody and you get their telephone number and then you you go on a date a few days later, and then you're just off on your own having an adventure and you know and then you fall in love, then you fall in love with that person whose name and number you got. Uh, who you now follow on Instagram and who follows you. So now I'm not even part of the picture, but I'm kind of part of your life forever now because you've made a new friend, you have a new Instagram follower, you have new photos to look at now that you follow your new friend. You're having sex, uh, it's protected, they don't have any diseases, that's great. They make you laugh, you make them laugh. You end up meeting their family. Uh, It's Christmas, you didn't have anywhere to go because you have a weird issue with your parents and stuff, but that's okay because you met this new person at the event that I'm throwing every Tuesday at Urban Outfitters, 1520 Cahuenga Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, from 7 to 9 p.m. every Tuesday in June. And, you know, you're welcome. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm helping your life so much. Uh, It's just what I like to do. And another thing I like to do is take phone calls during my podcast and try to give people good advice or at least listen to their woes and their worries. Area code 818.
0: calling into the homegirl.
3: Hi,
0: who's this? Eighty-eight. Oh, yeah, this is Crash Barbosa. Like, I was gonna be, I was gonna ask you why you weren't at my show at Space fifteen twenty
3: tonight. Oh my God! Well, because I was at, I was at a a book signing by my friend. I had to support oh, my
0: God. other friend. Oh uh, Oh, okay, I feel you. Well, um, like I, uh, I used, like, footage from your podcast, like, two years ago on my mixtape, and, like, it was great, because this guy called in after and, and said he hoped i die or whatever, and you asked him if he was jealous, and it was just really great for me, so I was going to give you a shout-out on that, too.
3: Wait, what happened?
0: Yeah, like, I, I was talking to you on your show, and, like, I don't know what I said, but probably some bossed-up shit, and this dude named Sebastian called and said he hoped I died and shit or whatever and like you asked him if he was jealous and he hated his life and he probably lived in his mom's basement in the Midwest and shit and like I uh, used that as like a skit on one of my mixtapes it was awesome oh my god I want to hear your mixtape why don't you email me your mixtape um I can email it to you or you could go on www.soundcloud.com slash crash barbosa like c-r-a-s-h dash
3: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Soundcloud.com forward slash crash. What? Spell it.
0: Crash and then Dash Barbosa, B-A-R-B-O-S-A. That's my like last name. That's my real name and my stage name.
3: Okay, so that's very good. I'm proud of you. I'm excited for your life. Now, also wait, what's the name of the song <laughs> to listen to?
0: Oh, Happy Days. It's great. It's Happy, called Happy, Happy Day. Days.
3: Okay, yeah. I'm going to listen to it because I know that I'm on it, and that's very cool to me.
0: Yeah, you're on it. It's great. At the end of, uh, I think it's Welcome to L.A., you uh, you come in and you're talking to this dude named Sebastian, He's like 26, and he didn't state where he was from. And he's like, oh, that guy crashed. is just an egotistical airhead faggot. And you're like, are you jealous? And he's like, no, no, no. And he sounds just like that. It was pretty great. You should check oh it out. God,
3: we, so the song is called Welcome to L.A. or Happy Days?
0: Oh, no, the album's called Happy Days. The song's called Welcome to L.A. Okay, I'm
3: totally going to check it out. Thank you for calling in. Do you have any issues? Do you have any problems or no? You're good?
0: I'm always good. You know me. Like, I'm always good. Like, I don't have any concerns with the females. Like Unless, like, you want to maybe go out for dinner sometime or something like that soon. That might be an issue that needs to be tackled.
3: Well, how old are you? How tall are you? What part of town do you live in? And
0: do you do? I'm a lot six of drugs? Foot two. I live in Northridge. Uh, I'm 23. I'm a rapper, and I just launched a record label. And uh, yeah, I live in Northridge right now. And I have a weekly hip hop show out there. But yeah, I'm like all over the city right now. I'm in downtown I'm trying to make an appearance at the show. Okay,
2: stop
3: talking.
0: me metaphysical.
3: Okay, stop uh, that's story. kind of all
0: the stuff I'm doing. I'm doing a lot of other stuff, too.
3: Okay, okay. So you're 6'2", you're 23. Do you live with your parents?
0: No, hell no, I don't live with my parents. I haven't lived with my parents since I was 16. You don't even want to hear that story.
3: Okay. <laughs> We're n- Not live. Other people are listening. Okay, now, wait a minute. So you're 6'2". Why do you think that you would be a good boyfriend for me?
0: Oh, just because I'm a really, like, on dude and I'm really confident and uh, I am really ambitious. I'm going to publish all my goals. I'm already well in the realm of doing that at the age of 23, and I think you're really awesome because, you know, you uh, help other people with their relationship problems, like if that's what you'd say you do. And that's kind of what I do in a more decrepit way. I kind of, like, teach, like, little business kids, like how to be able to get girls so they can, like, you know, uh, put on for their own career within the realm of being a slave to a nine-to-five job
3: okay but i just want to know let's say it's like oh a, a sunday night um you come over to my house i'm kind of in a weird mood i've had a hard day i feel like the whole world's against me and then i'm just like don't know what i'm doing and i feel very insecure and i just want to be held Wh- and and i say you know your, your first name is crash what's your real first name
0: no, my my real first name is Crash. My parents gave it to me before I was born, and, like, it's from a baseball okay. movie called Full Durham, and the catcher's oh. name is Crash Davis, and Kevin Costner plays him. My dad's a weird guy. I grew up in the movie industry because he's within that, and so, like, you know, he thought that would be a cool name for me, and that's how that went.
3: Okay, so I'm like, Crash, You can all, I'm feeling really moody, but you can come over, and I just want to watch, like, Real Housewives of New York.
0: What do you do? Oh, yeah, I love that show. I love that show. I I love The Real Housewives from New York. Listen to my music because that's where I was originally born. And, like, you know, I put on for anybody in reality TV because they're people of public figure. I think that's cool. So I'd watch that with you, and I'd ask you about the background of the characters because I'm sweet under all this, like, really hard exterior. Maybe I'd give you, like, a massage, scratch your back, things like that, tell you it would be okay because it well. Because, like, I'm a king, so, like, nothing can be not okay in my world.
3: Oh, my God. crash. Wait, what's your astrological sign?
0: Oh, I'm a Libra.
3: Libra. That's actually really great. Do you know what my sign is?
0: I don't know <laughs> what your sign is.
3: I want you to guess right now.
0: Uh, I'm going to go up the tip of my tongue into Aquarius.
3: It is an Aquarius. You know. You're Googling. Oh, right
0: God. Now. No, I really didn't know that. I swear on my life. I swear on my life, I just guessed that. I just went with another air sign. I swear.
3: Oh my god! Well, Libras are really good for me. I mean, lately I've been liking like Pisces and Cancers and stuff like that. But uh, I like really you know, like Libras.
0: Libras are great because we have that you know we have that uh, feminine quality about us where we like you know, quote unquote, know the spots and everything without being females, but, but having those traits. That's the greatest thing.
3: We'll go to your thing downtown. I'm going to take another call or a Boy Crazy voicemail question. And uh, I don't know. Call me next week and check in and just tell me what's going on with your life so we can continue our flirtation. Um, okay. Wow. That was intense. I think I have a new boyfriend. I don't know what's going on, you guys. I actually really don't know what's going on. Anyway, uh, I have a thing called Boy Crazy voicemail. And that is for people who can't call in during the live show, um, I provide a toll-free number. And you can leave a message, tell me what's going on with you, and I will play it during the show and try to hopefully answer your question in a cool way or whatever, or at least put my attention on it, and maybe ask people who are listening to call in and give their advice to the person who left the message. So I am going to take a look at the Boy Crazy Voice mailbox. And also I just want to say, if you're out there and you're too shy to call in or you're not able to call in but you're listening and you can, you want to tweet me a question, tweet a question right now to at I'm Boy Crazy, the letter I, the letter M, Boy Crazy, B O Y C R A Z Y. Tweet me your question and I will read it and I will answer it. Or address it? I don't know. Oh my God, am I getting sick? I think I might be getting sick. It's all worth it. Okay, going to the Boy Crazy voice mailbox.
2: Hey, Lexi. I was calling just because it's a place to call and tell a story, and I don't really have that many other places for that. But I've been doing pretty good lately. I have, and I'm happy for that. It's just, I have no, like, romantic partner in my life. And I mean, I'm young, I don't need one, but I really, I want one. <clears throat> for mainly social reasons and for comfort reasons, I've been, you know, I can get off of myself. Um, I do that quite often, actually, and that's not, I'm okay on that front, so I guess I'm dealing, <laughs> but I really don't know, I've been just wanting somebody to hold, or hold me, and I know that also sounds really cliche, I and mean, teenager, like, and like, oh, cuddling, <clears throat> but I feel like that would be a really big comfort, emotionally and physically to me, and like, I don't know, do you ever just want to, like, lie down with somebody and just hold them and have them hold you? And I imagine somebody with, you know, the voice of Dave Franco just talking to me. Oh, we're lying, or sitting somewhere. Or, like, on the Mindy Project, that other doctor in the first episode, he's like, oh, do you want a man who in the middle of the night when he hears a bump will stand up fully naked with a baseball bat and go running after them in the legs. And it's like, I want that too. And up until then, I didn't realize I was the kind of man I wanted, at least. And I just really want somebody who can be strong and there for me, because I'm not always strong all the time. Yeah. So as well, sexual thing I'm good with. And, you know, I actually, I'm kind of disgusted with myself at the moment, sexually, so I'm sort of that side of me, but I do want the emotional, the comfort of holding her, calling or whatever, even if it wasn't, you know, even mind down You just holding someone for a extended period of time or sitting with them, and it's just, it sucks, but I can't do that with anybody, and I want that so bad. But I feel like it takes me a long time to be able to open up to someone and all the people that I'm comfortable with now I've known literally since the start of middle school. And it's taken up until now, you know. i mean, before now, but it's taken years and years for me to be comfortable enough with them to even, you know, tell them that how much they mean to me or anything. And I don't feel comfortable, you know, holding any of them. Just not because of not because I don't feel comfortable with them, but because that's just not how I feel about them. I don't feel romantically about them or anything like that. But I know that even if I want to hold somebody like that, I don't. It would take me a long time to get to that point with a stranger. And nobody I know right now intimately I would want to do that with. So I'm... that's my problem. You could air it or you he can help me with it. I like Good see you nice.
3: Oh my goodness! Well, that was kind of difficult to understand. To anybody listening who thinks that was kind of garbled or couldn't understand, uh, I listened to it a few times this week, and I think I got the gist of it. Um, basically, this girl is calling. She didn't say her name or her age, so that could give me some more insight into her issue. But uh, basically, a girl is calling, saying that she wants a boyfriend. She wants somebody to be cozy with and to be held by, and And she said, I think think you said, I'm going to pretend the girl who called is actually on the phone with me right now. I think you said you're a little bit disgusted with yourself right now because it's feeling this way or something. And and that one of your friends was, like, making fun of you and kind of saying stuff like, oh, you want a man to do this and that and blah, blah, blah. But essentially, you're calling because it takes you a long time to get cozy with someone and to feel safe with someone. And it's taken you a long time to be comfortable with the friends you have in your life, and it's taken you years. And you know that, and you have nobody that you have a crush on. There's nobody that you like, and you really want to be in a relationship or cozy or held by somebody, but there's nobody there. There's nobody on the horizon, and even if there were somebody on the horizon, it takes you a while to feel comfortable with the person, and even though you feel comfortable with your friends, you don't want to make out with them because you don't like them like that. So here's the deal. In a nutshell, you're like everybody else. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not laughing at you. I'm just making fun of myself and making making the heavy situation and the heavy vibe of your phone call a little bit lighter by laughing because I'd rather be laughing than crying. Um, I mean, in general. I'm not talking about you. Um, Okay. So here's the deal. You're single. You want a boyfriend. You're lonely. And you're bummed that you have not found the guy yet. Well, rest assured, or at least... Find some, you know, comfort in the fact that you are totally not alone in the situation that you're in right now. That's why there are romantic comedies. That's why there's Match.com. That's why girls are getting fat as we speak, eating, you know, cookie dough, raw cookie dough, watching Real Housewives or the Kardashians, you know, um, alone. It's, you know, being single isn't, I think it's really great. But I definitely do know that, like, uh, being single can be really lonely, especially when it's, like, winter and it's cold and you're, you know, you haven't had sex for a while and it's cold outside and you, you feel lonely and all your friends are busy or they're all in relationships and you're just home by yourself and, like, you don't want to masturbate anymore. You've done that enough. It's boring. You're sick of the person you're having sex with and it's you. Um, You know, you don't want to do that anymore or whatever. You're just, like, you're bored and you're lonely and you want your own person to be cozy with and cuddle up with. I get that. But what can you do in the meantime? At least you know yourself well enough to know that it takes a while to get comfortable with someone. Um, and I'm proud of you. I don't know if this is true, but from what I gather from what you said on your message, um, I don't. it doesn't seem like you're having casual sex with people. It doesn't seem like you're just, like, fucking random dudes that you're meeting out at bars or clubs. I don't know how old you are. You didn't tell me. And it was a very confusing message because it was the sound quality was not that good. And I blame me for that. I blame Vlogs talk radio and I blame, you know, boy, crazy Voicemail. now, perhaps. Um, I could blame you too, but I, I don't want to right now. Anyway, um, you just have to have faith. And I'm not a religious person. I'm kind of, I'm spiritual. I believe that there's more to the world than just what you can see and what you can touch and, And right now, I mean, it's not a religious thing, but you just have to think in kind of a magical way. I'm going to give you a few things to do. Have faith that the guy or the next love of your life or a a really fun, cool experience, have faith that a really cool experience is right around the corner. Because that's, I've said this before, I'll say it again. The cool thing about life and also the most terrifying thing about life is that you never know what's around the corner. You could meet the love of your life tomorrow. You know, you could be at Whole Foods, you could be at school, you could be at a club, you could be at a bar, you could be at the library. Do people still go to libraries? I don't know, whatever. You should let me know. Anyway, and you could meet somebody or you could go to a birthday party or a dinner party and meet a friend of a friend and, you know, who knows? You have no idea. That's how life works one day it's one way the next day it's another way one minute it's this way the next minute the next hour the next whatever it's another way things are always changing that's you know you're, you grow you outgrow your clothes you move apartments you move houses you make new friends you like it's just how it works so things are constantly changing and ebbing and flowing and all this stuff so just know that and have that give you faith and 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 uh, and just put that faith in your pocket and hold it close to your heart and go, you know what? It's not always going to be like this because it isn't. Nothing is always the same forever, you know? And sometimes it sucks because things are out of your control, you know? Like you can control your, you know, how you decorate your, your home. You can control what you choose to put your attention on. Oh, that's actually a good lesson. You can choose – um you know, how you decorate your place, what kind of food you eat, how if you exercise and what kind of people you surround yourself with. But, yes, you can also but, – but you can't control, like, what might happen. Something's just out of your control and not knowing what's going to happen. That's terrifying because it's out of control. It's out of your control. But don't let it be terrifying. Let it be exciting. and And you also have control of what you put your attention on. You can put your attention on the fact that you're lonely and you want to be cuddled and you're so lonely and you want somebody to wrap their arms around you and love you. Yeah, you can put your attention on that because, fuck, yeah, that would be great. I get it. But you don't have that right now. And that's putting your attention on the fact – putting your attention on what you don't have is bumming you out. It's making you sad. You know, you're amplifying uh, your wanting. You're amplifying a negative thing. You're amplifying – Lacking something, you know, does that make any sense? You're putting a magnifying glass on what you don't have. Open your eyes, reframe your world, okay. Take inventory of what you do have. Who are your friends? and I'm not talking about guys. I'm talking about everybody girls, guys, who are your girlfriends? Who's your family? Do you love your family? Do you love hanging out with them? Do you love your cousins, your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle um You know, do you love going to the movies? Do you have a bunch of movies you want to watch that you can watch on Netflix or Amazon? You know, like, do you have a bunch of places you want to travel? Do you have a bunch of schoolwork or things to write and things to do? You know, you have things to learn, places to travel, goals to accomplish, things to check off a list. And the cool thing is, if you – trust me, if you focus on you being the best version of yourself you can possibly be, if you focus on, like, having fun, you know – Hanging out with your friends, learning about new people, learning about your friends, asking questions, having adventures, trying new things, traveling, eating, going to restaurants, going to movies, being nice to people, um, you know, helping people who don't have as much as you have, like donating your time, trying to, you know, there are a million things to do. Focus on all the shit that you do have control over and all these things that can kind of bring you joy and happiness and inspiration and all these cool things you can try and do and, and spend your time doing. And you'll meet like-minded people doing those things. Like, you know, that'll be a byproduct of you working on yourself and and making yourself this really cool, fulfilled, interesting person. You know, go to the fucking bookstore. Buy the book you want to buy. I mean, who goes to a bookstore, really? I mean, you buy everything online. Why do we even go out anymore? We can actually get everything we need online. You don't have to go to the movies. (laughs) You don't have to watch. You don't have to buy a TV. All you need is a laptop. Oh, my God. Forget relationships. We don't even need relationships. We need somebody to watch the movies on our laptop with, though, maybe. But anyway,
2: hello. Okay.
3: Um, That was an aside. That was totally not helpful, that bit. But, you know, focus on you and doing a bunch of cool shit that has nothing to do with looking for love or fucking a dude or whatever. And you'll meet somebody who's doing those things too. And then you guys will be like, you know, you'll meet somebody at some, whatever you do, at some, what are you doing? You'll be on some on a tour. You'll be somewhere. You'll be at a ba- seeing a band play with your girlfriends. And then you'll see some guy there who's real cute and he'll be looking at you and you'll be like, oh, my God, I just came out with my girlfriends to go see a band play and there's a guy and he's looking at me. It's crazy. I didn't even, you know, but I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't always get dressed up and look adorable. But dress cute. And put makeup on for yourself and keep yourself adorable and exercise for yourself so you feel good about you. So you know that you're presenting the best version of yourself, you know, appearance-wise, as you can possibly, you know, present, because that will make you feel confident and sexy and cute, and you'll be like, yeah, I still got it. Anyway, do all these things for yourself, and, you know, some guy will literally, literally fall into your lap face first. Okay. Did that help at all? I think it did. I feel inspired. Okay. Hello,
4: area code three L. Oh, hey Alexi, how are you?
3: I'm good. How are you? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's your problem?
4: Um, okay, good. Well, it's not exactly a problem, but um, I'm 24, and I've been in New York for the past six years, um, four years for college, and then two years after graduating. And I'm from LA, and moving back there soon. And so I have so many friends here in New York, but not really in LA. So I was wondering, what are some good places to go where like it wouldn't be too awkward to meet people and kind of like build on my social network?
3: Oh my God, I have so many places. Well, you were born and raised in LA, right?
4: Well, I mean, I was. I mean, I've I was actually born in, in New York, but like, yeah, I I went to like elementary school through high school in LA.
3: Where did you go? Elementary school, junior high, and high school in LA. I, I, should I say it on the air? Oh, you you don't have to if you don't want to. But is it like LA, I, is it like Hollywood or is it, well, don't tell me, don't tell me. Is it Hollywood, Santa Monica, or West Hollywood kind of vibe?
4: Um, you know, elementary school was, but then I went to high school in the valley.
3: Okay. But
4: I don't I don't live, but like I'm not going to be in the valley. I'm going to be da- down the hill.
3: Okay, here's where I say you go. Well, you ha- How many friends, do you have any friends in L.A.?
4: Um, I mean, yeah, like some, but I, I haven't really, like, seen them in so long.
3: Okay, well, you know, just start emailing the friends that you have fond memories of, that you like, that you want to reconnect with, and just, you know, just email one or two. If you only like one of them, you know, and feel comfortable with one of them, email that person, just tell them you're going to be coming out, and just touch base and, and reconnect with them via email. And then when you come to L.A., You know it's okay to be alone for a second. It's okay to like get yourself settled and like go out. Like I mean, I I was born and raised here. I've traveled everywhere. I lived in New York. I lived in Tokyo. I've you know been all around the world, and I'm back in L.A. and I love it here. And I'm by myself all the time and I love it. Like I I do have friends to hang out with, but sometimes they're always busy and I never see them. I don't see them for weeks, and I love just being with myself. You know I just love being alone. It's okay. You know you can always meet strangers and meet new people. Mm -hmm. As for, as for places to go, um. I think. I, do you have a pen? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll
4: listen back to the the podcast.
3: Okay, so you should definitely see movies alone or with a friend at the ArcLight. All right. Which ArcLight? The the yeah, one ArcLight the on the Arc. No, it's it's not an ArcLight. At the Grove. You go go to the ArcLight on Sunset in Hollywood. Mhm. Go to the Grove. Uh, You know, there's a farmer's market. It's attached to the Grove. You know that. So go to the Grove. Uh, You can see movies at the Grove. You can walk around, look at all the shops. People watching is amazing. Then the farmer's market is connected to the Grove. Just hang out there. It's fucking fantastic. There's a Pinkberry, a Starbucks, more people watching. It's great. It's a great place for a date when you start dating people also. Also, nighttime, you're going to go get drinks. Don't drink and drive. Take a cab or an Uber. Go to Cafe Stella for dinner and or go to Bar Stella in Silver Lake on Sunset in Silver Lake, go there. Cutest people ever at Bar Stella. <laughs> go see bands up the Echo in Silver Lake, or the Echo Park, sorry. Go see bands at the Echo, uh, Echo uh, Plex. Go see bands at the Satellite, which used to be called Spaceland, but now it's called the Satellite. You can always go to a club called the Spare Room, which is – uh, upstairs at the Roosevelt Hotel and it's all like, you know, rude and snobby and uh, you know, only lets in whoever they decide that so they want to let in. I don't know what their deal is, but whatever. It's it's okay. You can play you can go bowling there. Uh go to M Cafe. It's a macrobiotic vegan restaurant on Melrose, walk on Melrose. Uh I think that's a good a good list of places. So you got Arclight, the Grove, the Spare Room for a nightclub, Bar Stella for drinks, M Cafe, the Echo, the Echo Class, the satellite, uh third oh, go to a great place to just go alone and get a coffee and meet people, because um, 'cause you're adorable and you're a girl and and you're not gonna be alone for long and you do have friends, you just don't realize all the friends you have in LA 'cause <laughs> you forgot or something. Um go to uh Jones on Third. Jones on Third Street. Yeah, Jones on Third is the cutest place for coffee and lunch and people watching ever. It's by the Beverly Center. You can also go to the Beverly Center, even though the people who usually hang out at the Beverly Center are kind of douchey. But I love malls, so whatever. Um, I prefer the Grove. Um, Oh, what what do you think about Runyon Canyon? I well, Runyon Canyon is good people watching. It's very bright, really hot. I always get a sunburn when I go there. It's too steep. There's no shade. And all the people are kind of douchey. I prefer a hike called Fryman Canyon, which is in Laurel Canyon. Also, there's a place called the Canyon Country Store. Canyon Country Store is tucked away um, in Laurel Canyon. And in the morning, so I'm going to cough. (coughs) Sorry. They have a coffee stand. And this woman named Lily runs the coffee stand at the the Canyon Country Store. And uh, it's basically you go up Crescent Heights and before you hit Ventura Boulevard it's on the right hand side um and it's it's attached to this restaurant nestled in the canyon called um called Pache P A C E it's spelled like pace but it's pronounced Pache which some people have a problem with but i love it and uh i love the restaurant not not the pretentious name but i love the restaurant and you're good and then you just sit out there you get you get coffee from Lily the coffee lady and um you hang out, and you people watch, and wear sunglasses, and you look all cute, and you wear a tank top and, like, you know, a, a black bra and a white tank top and casual cool with a sloppy top knot, and then all of a sudden you're people watching. Oh, another great place to go is – um, what else? Oh, yes. Okay, you can also go to, go to Runyon Canyon, go to Fryman Canyon, but also another place to go, Larchmont. Larchmont Beauty Center. There's a Starbucks right next door to it. Larchmont is between, like, Melrose and uh, – and like First Street, and so many cute shops, uh-huh. so many so many great restaurants. People watching, epic. The guys there are more highbrow, but they're usually older and married, and and are married to women who do yoga. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, um, okay. you Near know that
4: restaurant, Cafe Gratitude.
3: Cafe Gratitude, that's on Larchmont. Yeah, so was
4: there on, yesterday. Marchmont. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been I've been there. Um, but yeah, I mean. That area is kind of far away from something like Silver Lake,
3: right? Yeah, but that's where you get a car and you go everywhere. I live I live where I live, and I go everywhere. You know, I live, uh, I, li- I go to Santa Monica, I go to the Grove, I go to Silver Lake, I go to Echo Park, I go to Larchmont, I'm by Melrose. You know, like, I go everywhere because everywhere in L.A., just like they say in Clueless, takes 15 minutes and you have a car. And it's no big deal. So that's great. So now you have a whole long list of places to go and things to do just by yourself. And then when you realize all the friends you have, you'll have other people to do those things with, you know? That Yeah, that's an awesome list. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I don't know. Call me when you get to town. Maybe we'll run into each other and hang out. <laughs>
5: okay.
3: Okay, bye. Um, area code 405.
5: <clears throat>
3: Hello? Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's going on tonight?
5: Yeah, uh, this is Chris. I called you back like uh, the day before Valentine's Day about that one girl that I wanted to ask to prom. I don't oh know if you remember. Oh my
3: God! Oh my God! Wait, tell me how old you are? Sixteen or seventeen or eighteen? I'm eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, I so I got let me so get...
5: shy and I hung up on you. What'd you say? I got so shy and I hung up on you.
3: Oh well, that's okay. I forgive you um I, i'm not I don't well, think you're apologizing, but that's fine, but wait, hold on, let me refresh refresh my memory and I'm gonna to try to refresh the listeners well,
5: like so I, I wasn't calling about that situation anyway, so um, I was just calling for, like overall life advice like oh, cool i just got I, I just got a job at g k n y and I just realized how socially awkward I am because whenever people come into our store, I like, have to like say hello and greet them and whatnot. And I just feel so like uncomfortable doing that, and I feel like like not like reaching out to other people and not like being really i guess social is really like holding me back in life, so I was just calling for advice.
3: Oh my God, tell me about it. you should become a drummer of a band, and then you could hide behind uh you could hide behind the drum kit, and then if your band gets successful, you never have to worry about social graces. That's the whole thing if you're awkward enough and then you get successful then you never have to work on your people skills. But okay, that's that's an aside. That has nothing to do with you. I'm talking to myself. Okay. Um, all right. Well, first step, you're you you've uh you've spotted the problem, okay? You've called attention to an issue that you want to work on. You're aware of the issue. That's fantastic. That's amazing. A lot of people mm-hmm. wouldn't even know that they have a problem, you know?
1: Yeah.
3: Um, I mean just we okay. I'm not an expert. I'm serving as your big sister right now. Just, okay. Ideally, put yourself out there a little bit more. Push yourself to, you know, say hello, smile at people. Just be nice. All you have to do, it's not such a big deal. Just be nice to people, and it's not always- I
5: just feel like I feel like my coworkers will just, like, judge me. Though. Like, if I say hello in a weird way. I don't know. Like, I really...
3: Oh, yeah. Wait, so you're saying that you feel like your coworkers judge you and that they think that you say hello in a weird way? I feel like they
5: will judge me. Like, if I put myself out there and, like, start talking more to, like, coworkers and stuff, they'll, like, judge me for, like, who I am.
3: Fuck those assholes. Who cares about them? It doesn't matter. You have to change. You can't always be the same way forever. And sorry, I guess they're going to witness you morphing and and trying to develop your personality and come out of your shell and become more well-rounded and figure out, how you want to live your life. And you know what? If they seem like they're judging you, let them judge you because that says way more about them that they need to attack you and talk shit and be rude. They're the ones with that evil living inside their system and their and their hatred and their talking shit vibe. that That lives in them. That has nothing to do with you. They would talk shit about anybody. You know, they just need somebody to talk shit about to, you know, feel good about themselves. You know, like a real nice person, like... I know that when I'm talking shit about people, if I, if, and when I do, and I try not to, I'm not saying I don't, but when I do, I, I know that it's, that it's a bad look. I don't feel good about it because I know that I'm I'm actually the weaker person when I talk shit and people hear me talking shit. I look like an asshole. I look like I'm insecure and a small minded person that I need to talk shit about someone else to feel good about myself. So let them talk shit. In fact, not to bring it right back to me a million times but this is just what I how I can relate to you i write i write my website i talk on this podcast i'm i'm putting myself out in a way like compare it to you saying hello a little bit louder or nicer or talking a little bit more to your to the to the people who come into the store that's what i'm doing on my podcast i'm putting myself out there in a big way do you think people talk shit about me? Fuck yeah they do. They say horrible shit to me. People tell me they want to rape me, they want to murder me, they they hate me that I'm I'm a cock-sucking cunt, whore, slut, bitch. You know, they want me to die. They think I'm ugly. They 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 say the meanest shit about me. You know what? Fuck them. Who cares? I'm just doing what I want to do. And if you want to talk, and if and they should be doing they should worry about their own life. That's cool they're talking about me. Cool. They're putting their attention on me and wasting their time talking about me. That's pretty cool. I must be so cool to be talked about, you know?
5: Yeah. So, like, like, what advice would you give to me, like, if I want to, like, stop being shy and, like, put myself out there, like, branch out?
3: I would just say, like, first of all, be nice to yourself and know that people – not everybody's mean and not everybody's out to get you or judging you. People just innately – People just want to like you, really. Most people just want to get along and, and be nice and have a new friend. So, like, if, if you came up to me at a store and you said hello, I would just say hello right back, and I'd make eye contact with you, and I'd smile at you, and and that's all. I mean, you're not doing anything wrong. So I feel like just um, just know you're allowed to exist. Have faith that people are kind. Know that you're a nice person and you just want to make an effort and, and come out of your shell and smile at people, make eye contact, say hello, ask them if they need anything. Just stay nice and positive and know that if anybody is mean when all you're doing is being nice and positive, that's their problem. That's so lame. Because I did that tonight. Let's go back to, like, me saying hello to the guy at the at the bookstore. I, I went to a bookstore tonight, and I I was being silly with the guy at the bookstore. And he worked there, and he was a total – Dick to me. Maybe he was just insecure and he wasn't being a dick, but he was really quiet. He never laughed. He kind of like looked – he looked upset with me or something, and I was only being mm. nice and just smiling it and like saying me. hello. It
1: oh, see? Like me.
3: Oh, my oh. God. So maybe – just here's, that's another life lesson. When you're quiet and you're shy, and I've, I've got a – maybe you're, learn, you're teaching me a lesson right now. Sometimes when people are just awkward and not smiling and they look upset, it's not because they're mad at me. They're just uncomfortable in their skin. So uh, I, you, you just taught me a lesson to be kinder. If someone doesn't embrace me and accept me and smile, you know. And so now, and I, that you just taught me a lesson. So now I'm teaching you a lesson. Somebody comes in, just smile. Everybody wants to see a smiling face, you know. And it, it, even, even if I came in and I was in a bad mood, you have the power. This is another cool lesson I think. If I came into your shop and you greeted me with a smile and I was really upset when I walked in and I was on the verge of tears and maybe my, my somebody's sick in my family or I had a bad day or something, if I walk into your store with, a, with like, a frown or something, I know, this, I know this sounds silly, but if I walk into your store frowning and sad and, and on the verge of tears and you greet me and you say hello and you smile and you're kind of gentle and nice and kind to me, it, you have the power to affect my mood and make me smile, and it's like, you know what I mean? That's infectious, like, because then I'll yeah. walk out of the store, I'll walk out of the store having a nice encounter with you, with you being a sweetheart to me, you'll make my day better, I'll start smiling, and then I'll walk down the street, I'll leave DKNY, I'll walk down the street, and maybe I'll smile at another person, and maybe they'll, it'll I swear to God, we all affect each other, so so try your hardest. just know that, like, People everybody just wants to like you and they just want to be liked. So just smile and force yourself to just smile and, and, and like and put yourself out there and, and and people will love it, you know, people will embrace it. It like people will flock to you if, if you're not uncomfortable and just I don't know if that helps at all. But like but there's like just feel safe enough to do it. Would you say? I said it does. Okay, well, cool. we should do some role-playing. i got three more minutes left of the show, but I'm going to do some role-playing, okay? I'm coming all into right, the store, sure. all right? I'm going to say, okay, and then you have to greet me, right? Mm-hmm. And action. Oh, what's this store? Is this DKNY? Oh. <clears throat> I can't. I can't. I can't. Let's do
5: it. You're,
3: you're, you're so safe with me. I'm no, listen, you're already on the phone with me. I have nothing but love for you. You're so safe with me. I swear to God. Let's just do it. It's, it's no, so I simple, can't, okay? No, I can't. I'm I'll just way you, too okay?
5: shy I can't do it.
3: Oh, sweetie, why, why do you think you're so shy?
5: <clears throat> I honestly don't know why. I just feel like people will judge me. I care too much about, I guess, other people's opinions than myself, my own.
3: Hmm. like, Sorry, I mean, how, how old are you You're 18 years old?
1: Yeah.
3: Oh my goodness. I hope. I know, right? No, but you're so young, so that it could be just a hormonal age thing. Te- you know, teenagers can be awkward and 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 uh, and it's like that. People in high school are mean and and people do talk shit, and I was like that too. I was very insecure and very scared, but like, I just want you to think about like, what if your whole life goes by? and you never stop feeling shy, and you never stop worrying about what other people think about you? And what if you never put yourself out there because you're always scared that people will judge you? Then your whole life will go by, and you'll never do anything that you want to do because you'll just be scared of all these other people. And then you're living your whole life for other people and not for you. But the thing is, people are always going to talk shit about you. People are always going to judge you whether you're quiet or if you put yourself out there. So you might as well do this shit that gets stuff accomplished and put yourself out there. It's so much more exciting. Like what do you what do you want to do with your life? Like what are your goals? Are you there? Did you hang up on me? Oh my goodness. I cannot believe you hung up on me. Alright, I'm trying to make the show a little bit longer. I'm trying to make the show a teensy We'd see tiny bit longer. Anyway, he hung up on me, and that's fine. He says the call was dropped, so I'm going to believe that uh, that he didn't. I'm still talking to you. Here's what I'm going to say. Chris, you're 18 years old. I think you're great. You telling me about your insecurities and all, all the stuff you're feeling doesn't make me think you're lame or stupid or dorky or embarrassing. I'm actually imagining what you look like. For some reason, I'm envisioning that you're Asian. You have dark hair. You have a a green backpack. You wear khaki pants. Um, I don't know what kind of shoes you wear. I'm imagining you walking down the hallways of your school, and I think you seem really smart and interesting, and you're kind of quiet. And then sometimes I look at you, and I'm just pretending I go to high school with you now. Sometimes I look at you, and I wonder, what is that guy thinking? Does he hate me? Does he think I'm stupid? Does he think he's better than me? See, everybody, here's another thing, Chris, and I don't mean to blab about this. Um, I do mean to blab about this, actually. Everybody is worried about other people. It's, it's just know that anything you're feeling, other people are for sure feeling it because we're all connected. We're all pretty much the same. Yes, people are different, but ultimately we all come out of somebody's vagina or a C-section or whatever. Uh. We all wake up and go to sleep and do gross stuff in between or whatever. We all have sex or we have the desire to have sex, Uh, you know. um, You're just so not alone in all the feelings that you're having. And I just hope that you you overcome them because it's so important you overcome all your fear or else your whole life will go by and it'll all be for nothing because you'll just be living at the expense of, other people's judgment, it's just like so not worth it. Fuck everybody else. Let them talk shit about you. Get off on the fact that they talk shit about you. They probably don't even talk about you. That's even worse. But whatever. I hope you're listening to this. I hope you asked the girl the prom that you wanted to ask. I want—I really wanted to follow up and find out about that. And I have your telephone number, so I could call you if I want to. Anyway, but I won't because I feel like you don't want me to do that. All right. There was a question uh, on Twitter, that at why not ask me. Um, this person says, do all women want to change a man or just the majority? Huh, that's a good question. All right. I know that um, I've, made, I've made jokes before saying, like, I know I really like a guy and I really like him a lot when I want to change him, but ideally, okay, the reason why women get really territorial and, and want to change a man or get really um interested in all the details about the guy that they're with to the point where they're like dissecting every aspect of him and having an opinion on it is because they love him and they like him a lot and he's a representation of the girl now because she takes him so seriously that walking down the street with this guy means something and you know it's a statement and uh i don't know girls just pay attention to details and we're very controlling we want things the way we want them not all women but a lot of them and you know we care about if a guy is a big private or a small private. We care about, I mean, I'm not, I'm not all women, I'm just saying some women, and by some I mean most. You know, uh yeah, sometimes you know girls care about what a guy looks like. So, yeah, I know a lot of girls including me who have wanted to change the way a guy dresses. I grapple with this issue because I have wanted to change guys that I'm dating. I've either wanted them to wear cooler shoes according to what I think is cool. Like, who the fuck do I think I am? But I think I have a lot of good opinions uh, on stuff. So I've won- I-, I dated this one guy, and I couldn't stand his outfits. I just thought he had the worst style. And he loved picking out his own outfits. Like, some guys don't give a fuck. Some guys are like, I don't care. Tell me what you want me to wear or, like, help me go shopping or buy me the clothes, and I'll wear the clothes you buy me as a present. Or... Clothes don't matter to me that much anyway, and it's a shirt is a shirt. If you think I look awesome in this and this makes you, you, you want to fuck me more, of course I'll wear these desert boots or these dark denim jeans or whatever. But, like, this dude I dated, he loved his clothes, thought he had the best style. He really did not have the best style. He, like, did not have good style, um, according to me. But I think I have good style. How dare you? Anyway, so I, was I like, went into his closet like a total asshole and, like, made a pile of stuff, like, that he should get rid of, and I, like, did a blog post at the time about, like, what, you know, what every man should own, and I, like, basically made a blog post so he would see it and, like, buy those clothes. Like, it was a totally rude thing for me to do. I still, to this day, feel like I am in the right. My style choices were way better for him. I really feel like he should have just listened to me. Um, But also, if I were a dude... Or just me being a woman, I wouldn't want somebody to tell me what to wear. That's fucked up. So ideally, women should not tell men how to be. You shouldn't try to change someone. You can lead by example, Um, but, yes, it does suck, and I don't want to change the next guy I'm with. I don't want to change any guy I'm with. I don't want to change my friends. You know, if my friends are drug addicts or – I have a suggestion or I think that they might like something better. Like, Oh, you might like these jeans because you like those jeans. Like I'll tell my friends and and guys I date, like I'll recommend stuff or like put their attention on something or or bring something up. But no, like I know it is a shitty thing. I, I don't know why we do this either, but we do. And part of me just goes, dudes, listen to us. We know what we're talking about. At least I do. But the other part is like, fuck that sucks. So ideally you should just accept someone as they are and love them for who they are, right? That's that's the ideal situation. Women, if you're out there and you want to call in and say your piece on why women want to change men, please do. Um, otherwise, I'm going to get the hell out of here. Um, I wanted to play this one song, but I've asked my friend if that's allowed. Yes, I have a song that I really want to play. Um, God, did any of that help tonight, you guys? Did any of that help? All right. Please come to this Tuesday's event, uh, which is, what day is it? Oh, I think it's the, uh, uh oh, yeah. This Wednesday, June 18th, 2013, from 7 to 9 p.m., come to Urban Outfitters. Uh The address is 1520. Cahuenga Boulevard, Los Angeles, California. It's at this place called Space 1520. It's like this really cool Urban Outfitters um, uh, place. It's called Space 1520. It's Urban Outfitters at Space 1520. It's this cool built-out area where they have like a stage and you can go shopping at Urban Outfitters and there's a free people and all these cool shops and like pop-up shops. So there's a lot of shopping to be done. So from 7 to 9 p.m. next Tuesday, the 18th of June, um, go shopping watch a bunch of short films that I made, see a really cool band called Tashaki Miyaki play. Um, I'll give you a bunch of tote bags and stickers and buttons and condoms and all this stuff. Get a cupcake, get some vegan cupcakes and cookies, get your tarot cards read. So I think that sounds fun. I'm going to be there. This week was like a dress rehearsal. Like all this weird shit happened, but it was still really funny and silly, and my mom was there. Come and meet my mom. My mom's going to be there. She has pink hair. You can figure out... Why I am the way I am. You can you can see why I am the way I am. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. See you next Tuesday at Space 1520. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by IAmBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at IAmBoyCrazy. You can also subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes and. uh if you can't call in during the live show, leave me a message, preferably under a minute. Don't include your your, uh, your telephone number. Leave your message with your dilemma here at area code 888-666-2045. And uh, I'm going to play that with a song. And you know what? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. the 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 the
5: Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content subject to new line $36 activation fee credit valid for in plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.